that guy probably thinks I'm dumb. That guy saw this. He was definitely looking. He he definitely. The oh, fuck. I I shouldn't have done that. God damn it. Those are the thoughts that just go through your head. You don't. They're not like word for word like that. But those are like the thoughts and the emotions I feel constantly on day to day to day basis. Welcome back to your joy. I'm Cade, your guide. I'll be replacing a little voice inside your head for now, giving you a break from the constant internal monologue that is the human mind. I want to say thank you for listening or viewing on whatever platform you're on. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button, drop a like on this video um, so other people can find the voyage. I want to go a quick shout out to Joyage Clips at Joyage Clips, TikTok and Instagram. You want to stay up to date on all the updates with the podcast and all the highlight clips. If you want to see what the inside scoop of the podcast is about, I pretty much post, uh, well, Recently, it's been a little hectic in my life, and I haven't had much time at all, so I haven't been posting, but typically, I'm posting like four times a week, usually, so lots of updates, lots of videos, lots of content on those pages um, in particular, so if you haven't already, please follow those pages. Um, man, I'm in my underwear right now. This is this is kind of funny. I, I feel like I record every podcast in my underwear, but it's just interesting now because I'm wearing a hoodie. And I saw a bunch of like TikToks and um, videos of like Zoom calls of people getting caught in their underwear, like on a business meeting or something. And I just look absolutely ridiculous because I'm in a hoodie. I don't want to get out of this hoodie because I don't want to change my shirt. Um, so yeah, we're we're just gonna rock it. None of you will know. None of you will see. It's all good. Um, but we got some interesting topic. It's interesting stuff to talk about today. Uh, I just ripped out the seats in the car. I don't I don't remember what I was doing or where I was in the last time I recorded a podcast, but. Essentially, the last couple weeks has been just overhaul of the car. I got one last step to do, but we basically ripped out the seats in the back. And then I, like, unscrewed everything. It was just, like, a platform where there used to be seats. And then we installed a sleeping platform with wood. If you haven't seen that video, it's on my YouTube channel. My Cade Bergman YouTube channel has some fire content. That page is... That I've been very consistent on the videos because it's just been go, go, go. And so that's why I haven't been doing the podcast. I've been uploading a lot on the YouTube channel. And pretty much for the rest of my life, if there's ever a point where the podcast is starting to taper off a little bit, like maybe I haven't uploaded one in a week or two, then go check out the Cade Bergman YouTube channel because chances are I'm probably going extra hard on that channel and vice versa. So something to think about. But yeah, uh, the platform took forever a lot of work, a lot of nails, screws, drills, and stuff, Some stuff I'm just not good at, so I, I recruited my father, he helped me a lot, it, it was awesome, it was good, and we're pretty much almost done with that, we just gotta, you know, jerry-rig the last couple things, and then that car's, that car's good to go, um, oh, we have to get the power inverter installed, that's something I couldn't figure out how to do, uh, I thought I was gonna be able to just hook up a couple, a couple wires and it would work, but apparently that's not the case here, so... I got to go to a professional or something. I don't know. I, and, I, and I have to get my cigarette outlets replaced too. And I just I just don't want to do that. But I really don't have a choice. I mean, like half the stuff I bought that's going to help me on like a convenience basis, like filling up my tires without having to go to a place to fill them up. I need the cigarette lighter outlet for that. So if I can't fix those, I assume there's probably some kind of adapter online that I can just buy and plug that into the power inverse. That's that's what I'm hoping can happen. If not, I'm kind of screwed there. But anyways, I hope you guys are doing really, really well. Sorry, I just I, I usually like to just blabber all the stuff that's been happening the last couple weeks at the beginning of the podcast so that I don't like fall behind. And because a lot of those topics I have scheduled for each podcast are stuff that happened throughout the past couple weeks. So I kind of need like a warm up to get like 
just get the juices flowing and all that stuff. Because if I just jump right into a topic that was important to me last week, it's kind of hard for me to like get back in the zone for that. I've been having lots of thoughts recently. I've been writing them down on my notes. I, I used to do that a little while ago, like very often. And I stopped doing it because I've been working so much. I'm working like seven days a week. Every single day, I've there. There's no off days right now, and it's not gonna. It's gonna be like that. I think for the rest of my time in Charleston, there may be a point where I go to six days a week, and that would only be to free up one day for making videos or podcasts or whatever. So I think I probably will do that, but it's gonna be a very, very money focused summer, and partially that is because I want to invest and save all that money, but also because uh, since I'm not going to Japan. I have no reason not to get my my sleeve finished, so that's probably in the works in the next couple of years. Uh, could be the summer, could be next year. I have no idea, but it's probably gonna happen. The next one I want is gonna be right here, my wrist. Um, there's some type of rose thorn vine thing that I want. There's a few different things, and so I'm gonna run it by a couple artists, see what I can get. And uh, yeah, that's one of the big the big buys is coming up. I want the Sony a7S 3 I know I had the Sony a7 III, but I can't even tell you how inconvenient it is that the screen doesn't pop out. I mean, it's it's unbelievably inconvenient, and I want to use that camera as much as I can because I love it. Um, and I don't want to use the a6400 as a main camera because it doesn't have any IBIS, and the battery is just tragic. It's just, it's the batteries are little, you know, so I would have to carry three or four batteries with me all the time. And the a7 III has the battery group. It's got everything I need, so it's such a solid, strong primary camera it just doesn't have that screen so like half the time i record something i have to re-record it because it's out of focus which is that, that just gets really old but okay um i'm just gonna go through my notes here on my computer and pull up some of the things that i had written down in the last few days because i don't know i, I thought they were sort of interesting it's kind of interesting seeing what was going through your head a few days ago so this was march 28th this is what uh like a week ago um and I think it was because one of my friends had hit me up and told me that they had a first experience on LSD, the acid, the stuff. You know what I'm talking about, the tabs. Uh, touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, I have pretty extensive experience in uh, stuff of that sort. So he hit me up asking me just some questions about it or whatever. But one thing that popped in my head that was... I think I always knew it, but I just never really verbalized it. And maybe I saw TikTok about it. Honestly, half the things I know and talk about and think about are because TikTok brings it to my attention again. But I wrote, taking acid, shrooms, DMT, all the psychedelic drugs. Psychedelics specifically, not like heroin, not meth, not that kind of stuff. I haven't tried that stuff. I don't really want to. But the psychedelics, the ones that are hallucinogens, in quotes, um, it's not the same for everybody. Not everyone is going to have a spiritual experience. Some people are going to take acid and pretty much just get high and, you know, just trip out for a little bit and that's that. And then nothing happens, no revelation, no nothing. And that's because my theory is that those psychedelics open up your mind and your brain to new neural pathways, but in a sense, they only really amplify and create new thoughts and thought patterns Toward things you're already thinking about. So, I already was like a deep thinker or, or whatever, overthinker, before I took acid or any psychedelic. And so, it amplified that tenfold for sure. Um, now, I have friends who have taken it and did not, they were not, they're not like overthinkers. They don't think about, you know, 
world phenomenon like conspiracy theories and like you know what i mean like deep stuff they don't really think about that stuff and for them that kind of revelation thing didn't happen and i think it's because that stuff was not circulating in their brain and it never was and so for a lot of people they just don't have that thing and a lot of people think that if you take acid you're gonna your brain's gonna turn to mush and you're become you're gonna become like a fucking conspiracy theorist and that's just not true it's not the case at all there's many people who take it and that doesn't happen and that's not good or bad it doesn't matter it's just you know, teach their own, who cares? I read a comment, I think, on a video, and the guy was basically talking about acid or psychedelics, and um, he was saying there was, like, a version of you that was the one before the psychedelic, you know? And to anyone who's taken, anyone who's a psychonaut out there, any of my fellow psychonauts, you understand this. You know that there was a version of you that was, in quotes, naive before you took the acid or before you took the shrooms or whatever it is. And... It's really, really hard to go back to that headspace and what you were thinking about, what you were worrying about, the things you were just dwelling on before. And it just seems so insignificant and unimportant compared to, I guess, sort of the things you think about now. And I think it's because you get like a bigger, you get thrown out like into this world perspective where it's not the same anymore. You don't think about things the same way because you have such an awareness that you didn't have before. And um, sometimes... This is like stupid. Uh, this is something I think is just me. But my dogs, so I have a Jack Russell and she's very ADHD. She needs everything now. You know, everything is the biggest deal in the world because she's a dog. But sometimes she'll be like barking outside, like trying to get my attention to let her inside. And I'm like, dude, chill out. Like, you're going to survive if I don't let you in right now. You know, I know you're excited or like you see food or you want to like uh come greet your the person who walked in the house or whatever but like chill i mean you are gonna be fine if i don't let you in the world's not gonna end and it, it, sometimes i think about that and i'm like uh, i just wish you could understand you know and and i think about that toward humans way way more than my dog i just wanted to like paint a picture there for you but when people get upset all right i'm at the restaurant seven days a week or five days a week right now i see a lot of um dramatic reactions by people not everyone um but i'll say more often than not i'll see just yeah i'm just like dude you're just getting lunch you know and my boss at loggerheads shout out storm uh, i asked him i was like yo has anyone ever like rocked like shattered your reality or like given said something to you that stuck with you for the rest of your life and he was like actually yeah uh and he's the head chef he was like uh, when I was younger, this guy, whoever my boss was at the time, we were in the middle of like a dinner rush and everything was like falling apart and it was really busy and I was freaking out. And he basically pulled me aside and was like, listen, Stormy, it's just food. It's just dinner. It's a hamburger. They will survive. You fucked up their hamburger. You dropped on the floor. They didn't get their food on time. Life moves on. They'll survive. They'll get over it. They'll forget about it in an hour and a half, you know? And he said that, like, created a level of awareness he didn't have before that he didn't think you would ever get had that not happened to him, had that person not told him that. And I thought that was so powerful because that can be ap- ap- uh, that can be applied to everything in life. Um, it's just a blank, you know? You fail a test. It's one test. One test in one semester, in one experience of your high school or college or middle school, whatever you are, you're going to be fine. You could fail the final exam. Life will move on. Imagine 20 years from now, this little blip is just not going to matter. It just It's just not going to matter. 
Um, and to have that level of awareness and remember that in those times where you are freaking out, that's where I can save you mentally, internally. It can save the anxiety that would have happened and ensued had you not remembered that and reminded yourself of that. And so the reason I bring that up besides that point was because if there's someone that is struggling with something, if there's someone who you think could benefit from you telling them something that maybe you think is important or just something you think could help them, just say it. You know, if they don't need that information, they'll say thanks and they'll move on with their life. But there's an off chance that that person may have had the worst day or the worst week ever. And you saying that may have just, you know, changed the, you may have changed their life. And you never know because that guy who told Stormy, hey, it's just a restaurant, was just telling him that so he would just get through the night. I don't think he ever thought that he would just never forget that. And that would be a life-changing moment for him. And you never know. So if you want to right now, you can pause this podcast and go on YouTube and watch a video called The Lollipop Moment. It's a TED Talk. It's like 10 minutes long. Uh, It basically just illustrates this topic of like, tell someone when they help you or tell just like talk to people communicate it's basically just saying say it say the thing that you've been wanting to say because it might change someone's life it might really really help and the thing is if it doesn't it doesn't matter they're just gonna forget about it and life will move on so there's like no downside to it you know and uh, even if they were to take it in a way where they thought you were like overstepping your bounds or like being cocky like whatever you know it's like planting a seed of just like, hey, just here's a thought, you know, and maybe it'll change their life. Maybe it won't. But if you're just trying to help is from coming from a good place, you're not being so constructive to the point where you're just like picking apart their life, but just like a, th- a thought here or there, or like maybe you think they're doing really, really well and you go, hey man, like notice you were doing really well today. Like you're killing it. Good job. And that's just blipping your day. And that may have just saved their whole week. You never know. And so I try and do that all the time. Like if there's someone walking around, one of my coworkers, um, and you know, they just have this extra aura of like energy or whatever, I'm going to say it, you know, it's not like I'm like a, one of those mystics who just can feel people's energies, but you, everyone I feel like can, there's some people that walk in a room and you're just like, that guy has, is doing some good shit. Like that guy is just, they have an aura. There's people that have auras. And it comes and goes. I don't think everyone always has it. It just ebbs, you know? And so when I see people, especially at work, I'm I'm there all the time. You know, if someone's like walking around with like a spring in their step or whatever it is, like I usually tell them like, yo, you're killing it. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Are you you doing stuff at home? Like, what's the deal? You're you're killing it. And uh, it usually makes everyone feel happy. It's a good conversation starter. And, you know, it might make their day. You never know. So that, that's, that's kind of the, the point I was trying to make there. And, um... I think it shouldn't be taken lightly because that that's something that for Stormy it changed his fucking life and now he's his career is in food and like what a awareness to have in your career. So I, I just thought that was so so incredible. Um and speaking of stuff that's absolutely incredible, um I was having a conversation with my dad, I think it was, and we were just talking and he like brought up this random story about something that happened when he was like 8. And then we started talking about the concept of like it's crazy that our brain has random, has like the ability to randomly just pull up memories, like vivid memories from a long, long time ago that you never would have remembered had like a trigger not happened. You know, like something happens and you hear it and then boom, your brain just brings it back and you're like, how the 
fuck did I just remember that? That was so long ago. That that memory should have been deleted at this point, you know. I've had so many experiences that there's no way I should be able to remember that. But it's nuts. And I and you usually it comes in like little glimpses of like two second clips of this and that. And so one thing that popped up in my head that I wrote down in my notes because I just couldn't believe I could remember it was someone asked me like when was the first time you like learned a cuss word? And like I was thinking about it and I remembered I remember the day I like first learned the F word. It was in like fourth or fifth grade. It was a Portugal, and we learned. I think I learned it at school. But I remember that night or that day after school, me and my friend Jackson Krause, shout out Jackson Krause, we were running around the woods in this house, uh, in the woods behind my house, and uh, we just, <laughs> just like running around the creek and the marsh, just screaming "fuck, fuck this, fuck that," like shit, bit, and just saying like every cuss word we had learned, and like, <laughs> God. I have no idea. I just can't believe I remembered that. I just can't believe that. I feel like that's how everyone learns their first cuss words. It's got to be. Like, how else? That's the only way. If, if you remember how you how you learn your first cuss words, write it below or, like, text me if you have my number. Because I think that those stories are funny. If you can remember random stories like that, write them down and save them. I have a whole list of stories that I can't forget. That's the title of the notes. And I have just, like, 20 stories that if I remember it randomly and I don't think I'll remember it later, I'll just write it down. So that way, if I ever want to refer to it or if I'm on a date, you know, and I want to have some, like, lined up stories that are funny that can just be good icebreakers um, if I need them, just like last resort kind of thing. This is usually like what I'll refer to. And I kind of just like have these memorized sort of. But um, one of the other ones I wrote uh, a few days ago too was awkward dancing before my semi-formal in ninth grade. So my, I couldn't drive freshman year, right? So we had semi-formal, which is just fucking awkward dancing with like teenagers, like 13 year olds basically. And like none of us can drive, so our parents are driving us. But I did, I barely knew this girl. I knew her for like nine years, but I didn't really know her. And so <laughs> I remember uh, she had texted me like two days before. I was like, hey, by the way, how tall are you? And I was like, I don't know, like five, six, five, seven. She was like, okay, thank God. And I just remember that because I was like, wow, she really was just going to not go with me if I was too short. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just remember him dropping me off and we like practiced some dance stuff like shagging and whatever. And like her parents like left the house so we would like not be awkward. And so they like took a walk on the neighborhood and me and her just like, God, it was so awkward. I remember trying to make it not awkward and be like, oh, yeah, like, this is fun. But I just hated every second of it. I can't dance. I don't want to dance. I didn't want to be I, like I wanted to be there, but it was so awkward. And all the girls are out of my league. And I, I was so insecure. And I was just thinking about how awkward it must have been for her. And like, it was just ugh, was horrible, horrible. Um, But yeah, I just those are some random thoughts that I think this would be a fun little segment to have in all my podcasts just like random stories that I remember throughout the weeks and just like bring them up because it's just fun to reflect on stuff like that switching gears entirely to money because crypto dude crypto nfts the uh bitcoin ethereum sitting two thousand dollars everything's going nuts everyone's getting crazy about cryptocurrency and I've been doing so much research recently, not not deep research. I'm still on the outskirts. I'm still very, very new to the crypto space, but I do have a pretty good grasp. I'm at the point now where I think I can stop watching people talk about the coins as much and start to actually do research on their websites of like the certain altcoins that I can buy and look at news websites and actually be able to understand what's going on and actually predict some some big 10x coins or something like that and i think i'm getting really close to that because that's really really exciting to me 
And um, one thought that I had, I think this was yes, no, this was f- oh, five days ago. Okay, I, I thought this was like yesterday because I remember thinking about this. But if you want to understand stocks, and this whole thought process came because I saw a TikTok video where the girl was like, what are stocks? I don't get it. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. And I was like, the best way to understand stocks is get the very baseline what is it? You're just you're basically just betting that the company's going to do better later. That's your, that's that's stocks in, a, in one sentence. You know, I think this stock is going to do well. I'm going to invest in it. I think it's going to not do well. I'm going to pull out my money, or I'm just not going to invest in it at all. That's all it really is. But the way to understand it, the way to learn and grow in the stock market, and to grow your capital and to build your income and your net worth, is to put some skin in the game. And that is true for all aspects of life. Specifically in crypto, though, crypto is very difficult. Crypto is very scary. Because it's not real. It's all decentralized. It's all theory, basically. And coins are 10xing and 100xing every other day. So it's un- it's it's ridiculous. But I've basically put in like, I don't know, I probably have $10,000, in through the cryptosphere right now. Um, which is a shit ton of money for me. A shit ton of money. It's most of the money I've made um, in the past few months. And... It's forcing me to learn. I'm like, I can't not learn about this about this field because I have thousands of dollars in here. I have $1,000 in ADA, in, in Cardano. Um, I have thousands of dollars in Ethereum and Bitcoin. I have all the, I have a lot of coins and I don't fully know everything about them. I don't think anyone does because they're just so volatile. But it's very, very real in my head. And it's very, very real and just in general in reality because I have thousands of dollars of my net worth in there, thousands of dollars of work that I put in that I could have bought a camera. I could have bought the tattoo I want. I could have bought the drone I want. But like, no, I think I can do better here. I think I can grow my net worth and money here. And, um, you know, who knows? I mean, a year ago, I bought Dogecoin as a joke and I ended up making $6,000 profit off that. And that's where I spent like, I think I put that in my savings. That way I can have like a little emergency fund there. But um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's It's crazy. Like, what is happening in this world specifically in cryptocurrency because you can literally 10x your money you can work for a a few days make a thousand dollars do some research put it in a coin that's about to have a big launch pad like meeting or or whatever and that money can you can literally have ten thousand dollars tomorrow it's it's crazy and it's not even a big stretch like people are it's happening every fucking day with hundreds of coins like all the time you know and it's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But if you're new to the cryptosphere or if you want to get into that, just you want to get into the bubble of it, here's what I suggest. Go on my Twitter. Since you're watching my video, you might as well go to my Twitter. You don't have to follow me. But go to the people I'm following. Like two-thirds of them are crypto people. Just follow them. And then go on YouTube and type in J-R-N-Y crypto. And just watch like five of his videos and you'll get a grasp of what the fuck it is. And then you can go from there. But it's very, very difficult you know i spend a few hours every day just brushing on videos reading tweets like reading news just just kind of acclimating my brain to that industry and the lingo and all that stuff and you know that's what i talk about it's like the main thing i talk about on this channel my youtube channel is the idea of changing your reality one step at a time i've been watching crypto videos for the past month or two months or three months whatever every single day every time i drive to work every time i drive anywhere i pull the video I turn it on, I click play, and I let it play while I'm driving, and I'm just listening, and I'm hearing stuff about crypto, and I'm understanding, I'm learning. The first day, I didn't know shit. I didn't know anything. 
Okay, but a week later, after watching videos every single day, I was like, yeah, I kind of get this stuff a little bit. I sort of understand what's going on. Two weeks later, I understand even more. And now here I am a few months later, and I'm pretty comfortable in, in this year. I'm pretty comfortable throwing $1,000 here and there, figuring out what's going on, taking some risks, um, taking some L's, taking some wins, and it's exciting and it's fun. But if that's how you, if you want to get into crypto, that's what I suggest. Just watch some videos, watch some um, TikToks, and, and just kind of get acclimated. It's not a big deal. You just want to get your brain opened up to the idea of it. You'll become more receptive to it. And in a couple of weeks, you'll understand it, okay? Don't try and learn it all in one day. It's not going to happen. I promise it's not going to happen. If it was, everyone would be millionaires because we'd all have a ton of crypto. It's just not the case. Um, and while we're on the topic of learning new things, I have also another thing in my notes this this whole podcast basically has just been me going through my notes app so like shout out notes app shout out apple but um i have a list of things that i've learned through living they're just life tips i'm going to keep this going for the rest of my life so this is kind of cool it's like the first segment ever of this um i'm not going to read all uh, i have eight so far i'm not going to read all eight because some of those were like pretty old but this one's really good so i wrote this a couple weeks ago i think it's called inner child and I think a lot of people, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what healing your inner child sort of means. Like you kind of understand it. Um, it's the idea that you go and talk to your child self version that like is hiding underneath all the, um, the work and pressure that you put on yourself, which has become like your adult self in quotes. And, um, a lot of people don't take time to for themselves to do self-care routines and stuff. And that's like how you heal your inner child. You talk to your inner child and say, Hey, like you were so, like back when you were like 12 years old and you were so self-conscious about this, like literally pretend your 12 year old self is sitting next to you in bed and talk to him or her or, or whatever pronoun makes you feel comfortable and do that. And if you smoke weed, definitely do it when you're smoking weed, because that's a whole different thing. Like that is intense. Um, but if you're sober, you can just get into like a meditative state, like that type of thing and get in the zone and like really pretend, really, really believe that you're talking to yourself into the past as if you're traveling through time. If you've seen Interstellar, all right, Interstellar is one of my top movies ever. Okay. As a filmmaker and like a video person, there's some parts of it that I was like, ah, they kind of missed it there. But as, as far as a story goes and a concept, especially the concept of love and gravity and how love can like transcend the uh the dimensions of like time and space and all that stuff and how he goes back and affects his daughter in the past except it happened to her from the beginning of the movie when it happened to her as a child it was happening in real time for her and then later in the movie when he went to go back to save her he was doing these things and it was affecting her in the past um but for him it was happening at that moment so it was basically his ability to talk to his inner child or his his actual child in the movie. And he actually changed the course of history, but it was all happening simultaneously because, you know, in like the 5D atmosphere or the five dimensions or whatever, like time is its own thing. So it's not like you have a past, present, and future. Past, present, and future is all happening at the same time. It's all fluid. And so if you take in that concept and you believe in it, I do. You don't have to, but I, I think it makes more sense, you know? I just think it, it it's only... If, if something created this universe or whatever or someone or something, they would have to be outside of the bounds of time, space, gravity, all that stuff. Meaning, they're able to see past, present, future all at once. You know, if you had a string, they'd be able to see the whole string. Meaning, even though you can't see the string, you can affect the whole string. 
So if you believe in yourself, you believe in your ability to change your own reality, manifest your reality. Um, if you don't, you should because you can. You can change. Um, inner child healing is very underrated, I think. It's very it's a difficult concept and it, it feels kind of silly sometimes. But a good way to practice, I did this the other day. It's the first time, only time I've done this. I saw a thumbnail I really liked for a video. And I saw a thumbnail of a podcast setup that I liked also. And so I screenshotted both of them. And in my head, I thought to myself, my future self later today is going to see these screenshots after work. And I'm going to label them right now as like future podcast thumbnail, like future podcast setup or whatever. I'm going to label them now so that my future self, when it forgets about it, because I have work in seven, I'm not going to remember it in seven hours because I have work. I'm going to think back to this moment where I was thinking to my future self about how this can help. And so seven hours later, when I got back in my car and I pulled out my phone and I went to look at a photo I'd taken at work, I saw those two thumbnails that I had screenshot earlier. And I remembered thinking that as my past self, thinking to my future self. And I said, wow, that's me right now. I'm the future self that I was talking to seven hours ago. That was a little weird. It wasn't like crazy, like mind breaking anything, but it was just interesting. And that made me believe in the inner child healing a little more because why should I not be able to do that into the past? And if it works, then in turn, it'll also affect me in the, in the past, but it also sort of happened already. I mean, it's really confusing, but I think it works. I think it's really healthy. It's also healthy for your like present self, your present time self right now. It's good to do that and to, I think it, it works in healing all facets of your life. It's so hard to explain. I hate this. I wish I understood it more so I could help you. But if this, if it's interesting to you, look up inner child healing and just learn about it. I'm trying to learn uh, about it right now. It's a difficult concept to grasp. I want to get better at it, especially when I'm not working seven days a week and when I'm traveling, I'm really going to get into that shit. So if you're, if you're interested in that shit, if you like it, then just be, just stay tuned because the next few months I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to break some realities, bro. Um, okay, my next one was don't notice dumb shit. It's low vibration and honestly a waste of fucking energy. That's what I wrote word for word. Don't notice dumb shit. And this was something I wrote at work on my way to deliver food. I thought of this because something happened and they were like, Kate, how do you not like see that? Or it was something weird. It was something that that someone else noticed and they were like, I can't believe you didn't notice that. Like that's so dumb or, or whatever it was. And I was like, why would I have noticed that? That it's, it's insignificant. I don't notice insignificant things. And that's my problem at work and lots of jobs is I don't notice things that I deem to be not that necessary of information. I'm not detail oriented, basically, is my I'm not detail oriented. I suck with details because the problem is most details are not important. I notice important details that are going to affect me. And if they don't directly affect me, it's really hard for me sometimes to quantify remembering or qualify myself to remember some of those things because i'm like look it, it doesn't matter why would i bother remembering that and that, that can get me into trouble sometimes but i think overall it's good it, it's good for decluttering your brain you don't need to know everything right at work i don't know all the beers i don't it comes back to bite me in the ass sometimes i'll, I'll order the wrong beer but overall i'm fine i'm fine you know i'd rather learn other things like how can i best talk to my customers and how can i best be a better server for them. You know, when you have a good server, it's not because they knew the beer list. It's not because they knew which wine to offer. 
It's because of how they are as a person, how they make you feel when you're at the table. That's what's important to me. It's about building connections and bonds and and working with people. And so for me, that's important. And yeah, there's some there's some L's I take because of that. You know, I get yelled at by the bartenders all the time. Um, and sometimes I have to run back and forth to figure out which beer is which. And I'm willing to take that L. It's fine for me. For me, long term, whatever. You know, that's just what I call is important for me. Um, next one. Value your time. Your personal time. Way, way more than work. Something I noticed in the past couple of years now is no the past year probably i've been late to work or like right on time pretty much for the past year straight um and i used to always get places way early because i was scared i was gonna impede on their time or 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 whatever i just wasn't really doing much with my time so i just figured i would get there early or i don't know i was just trying to accommodate other people and that's good if you want to be a worker the rest of your life, but I have no intention on that. And I've sort of changed my reality and my perspective on life a little bit since then. I'm not really going to be, I'm just not going to be a worker. I, I know I'm going to be some type of entrepreneur. I'm, I know I'm going to be the boss of myself in some capacity at some point. So I'm building the habits for myself that are important. And I think for me, valuing my personal time, the shit I'm doing, even though this podcast is going to get 25 views, it's more important to me than getting to work 30 minutes early. Sorry, loggerheads. None of you are watching this anyway. But value your personal time. Value your personal time. That for me is the reason I'm always late. I even will say, okay, I need to leave at 2 o'clock. I need to leave at 2 o'clock. And I leave at 2.10. I just can't. Like, I... I'm doing something, I'm researching something, I'm going to look, this is more important in the long run. In the long run. In 20 years from now, having this knowledge will help me more than being late to work by five minutes. Like, it just doesn't matter. It's not even close to the same thing for me in my head. So yeah, it sucks sometimes because I suck with details and sometimes I'm late. So yeah, I'm not a fantastic worker. But when I'm there, I get all my shit done. I'm really good with people and I'm very, I have... I put in very quality amount and a very quality level of work that I think balances it all out. I think I'm really good at the job and whatever, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Number six, baby powder for armpits if you sweat a lot. If you sweat a lot and you sweat only from your armpits a lot, so if it's like really not that hot, but you still sweat, for me, it's usually always in my armpits. So the other day I bought some baby powder and I just like sprinkled that bitch on after I put deodorant on and... It didn't solve the problem of armpit sweat, but sometimes if you work for a really long time, servers, you'll know this, your armpits will like start to sweat because they're like damp, you know, like your fucking armpit shirt part is wet for seven hours straight. So yeah, it's going to get like sweaty and and gross and itchy. And the baby powder sort of helps to like keep that area dry-ish. And so it's really helped. Usually I'll come out from work and just be like, oh my God, I'm so itchy. Like it's disgusting. But this has really, really helped. It's cut down that problem by like, Probably 75%. So, yeah, I'm, I'm here for you if you're a server. Number seven, take care of your body. Rest, recover, massage. I bought a massage thing for my feet, and I sent this to all my friends. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. They were like, hey, you're so dumb. I'm like, what a waste of money. It was like $300. Um, my feet have not hurt in a week. They usually hurt every day. Every day at work, every day leaving work, it hurts. I've been doing this for 30 minutes every morning, every night, and... I can't even tell you how good my feet feel, the bottom of my feet. Like, I don't have foot aches anymore or anything. 
and I don't have like headaches and I feel like all that just attributes to it and like my overall well-being. We're on our feet all day. All day. And we don't take care of our feet. Here's another one. Do this right now. If you're, if you're watching the video version, if you're not, I'm just going to describe it to you. So get like your knuckles or the, the spots in between your fingers, in between your finger knuckles and trace your eyebrows, push against them sort of hard and then start to branch out to your forehead and push apart. You're basically just massaging your forehead, right? The middle part of your forehead mainly right over the bridge of your nose. Go up and down, side to side, diagonal, and kind of just push it toward your temple, your fingers toward your temple. And uh, it's sort of, it's supposed to break your, break up your lymph nodes or something, but the release of like tension is you can feel it. Like right now I can feel it. Like it's like draining. I'm draining my lymph nodes and it's just, it feels amazing. And so I do this at work all the time. I'll be in the bathroom. I'll take like a one minute breather and I'll just like wash my face real quick, wash my hands. And I'll just literally just massage my face because my, my, my head, or not my, my, not my head, my, my forehead holds a lot of tension uh, from like worry and like anxiety probably. And so when I do that, it makes me feel so much better. And I do it 10 to 20 times a day, I would say. Um, it really, really helps. So if you have problems with like stress or anxiety, or maybe your, your just your forehead is just kind of like, ah, and you like, just massage it, dude. Like just push your fingers against it and massage it. It feels incredible. Number eight, the last life tip I've learned. This was yesterday, I think. Oh, this is because if you have long hair or if you're a girl, uh, this will help you out a lot. So roll down your window behind you. If you're driving, roll down your window and the one behind you to prevent your hair flying in front of your face the whole time. It'll still fly in your face a little bit, but it'll fly a lot less in your hair. Like your hair will just go back more if your windows in the back are down too because the wind is going to keep going past you. Versus if your window behind you is closed, the wind goes straight to your face, then bounces back from the car and hits you right in the back of your head and your hair just goes all over your face. So that was something I learned. I think that was super important and honestly underrated AF. And I'm actually going to be late to work maybe, or no, I'll be right on time, but I'm going to finish this podcast. This is me my last important note. This spurred from a TikTok again. This is about self-love and why it is misinterpreted, I think, for most people. And when they misinterpret it and then they practice the wrong way to do it, it doesn't work. And of course, it doesn't work. It's not right. When people say self-love, you know, look in the mirror, tell yourself you're beautiful. They take that literally. I took, I took that literally up until this morning when I wrote this. No joke. I'm beautiful. Ah. Uh, I'm hot. I love my six pack. You know, I, I'm working hard to lose weight. That's not what we mean when you say, wake up and tell yourself you're beautiful. I'm talking about your personality. You. Not your carcass. Not your avatar. Not your flesh suit that we're all living in. Your soul. What about your soul do you love? What about your soul is beautiful? My ability to bring people together. My. My heart, my eyes, like I, I have beautiful eyes, you know, get specific. Don't talk about, I have really nice jawline. Like who, who gives a fuck? Talk about something that you're proud of and nurture that, you know? And if there's really nothing that you love about yourself, start talking about stuff that you could work on. But I'm not talking about, ah, I have a, a horrible muffin top. My stomach is spilling over. Like I'm talking about working on yourself, personality, 
soul. That's the stuff that people mean. And I think even the people who make videos talking about self-love don't even quite understand that concept either. Because I didn't. I would say that shit all the time. Like, tell yourself you're beautiful. Like, look yourself in the mirror and say, like, I'm, I'm proud of myself. But get specific. I'm proud that I'm working on this car every day. I'm proud that I have a plan, sort of. I'm proud that I have this podcast. I'm proud of what I've done. I'm proud that I'm helping people. And, like, that kind of thing. And, and don't be afraid to get specific. Don't feel like you're being silly. It's okay. This is your time for yourself. And it's honestly, it's fucking underrated. It's underrated. I know everybody says it's overrated. You know, self-healing, self-help, it's all overrated. It's a big industry. It's underrated. The real thing that it is, is underrated. Working on yourself, your soul, you know, that, that part is underrated. Because there's no product that you can sell. Except maybe psychedelics. There's no product you could sell that can help you. It's the work you put in. And I'm a little bit of a hypocrite with this because it's meditation is hard. I don't really do it much. And the excuse I give myself is I'm working seven days a week. But in reality, there is some time where I could set aside a few minutes to meditate and, and work harder on not filling my time up, trying to distract myself. Like sometimes I'll tell myself, oh, well, I just need to make a video. Like, But even though I'm really just wanting to sit down and clear my head, except... In my head, I'm like, wow, like, I can't clear my head. Like, I only have 20 minutes. But I'm like, that's the point of meditation is to clear your head. So, like, that doesn't make, that, that argument makes no sense. But I still fool myself and I lie to myself and I let it happen. And a lot of people do. But the concept and reality of working on yourself, it is underrated. Times a million. That's the reason people fail. They, they focus on the wrong things. They forget that your soul your personality, like you, that is the thing you need to nurture. Not your body, not your, not your looks, not your hair. That doesn't matter. Forget about all that shit. If you're an overthinker like me, if you have anxiety every day, what is that person thinking of me? You know, that guy probably thinks I'm dumb. That guy saw this. He was definitely looking. He, he definitely, the oh, fuck, I, I shouldn't have done that. God damn it. Those are the thoughts that just go through your head. You don't, they're not like word for word like that but those are like the thoughts and emotions i feel constantly on day-to-day -day -day basis it's very normal but it's also not normal it shouldn't be happening and that's not something that's natural gary v said this we don't no one wakes up as a child and just starts talking negatively to themselves it's a product of their environment of the people they're around the people and the stuff they're saying to you, that is what made that voice that says you don't have what it takes. That is not you saying that. It is a product of the environment. It's a product of what people have said over years and years compounding. That has developed into a, a fake version of yourself. And it's not fucking real. It's not fucking true. If that voice is telling you you're not good enough, you don't have what it takes, I'm the voice right now. Follow my page. Follow Gary Vee. Follow people who talk positively but not bullshit positively. All right? You're not a piece of shit. You're just not. That whoever said that is, they're they're just. It's not real. It's not. And you can change that. You can change that voice. I'm working on it every day. I could be working harder, and I will. But let's do it together, man. Let's let's figure this shit out. Let's let's get right in the head and the soul, and let's align us. Let's let's do this. Let's stop making excuses. And I'm saying this shit to myself right now. I'm saying it to you and me, but. We can do this, you know? I'm getting so 
anxious with the idea of moving out that I'm starting to put the idea of like self-help on the back burner a little bit. And the, the truth is you can do it all. You don't need four hours or a whole day to yourself. You need 10 minutes. Next time you go in the shower, spend five minutes of that, just closing your eyes and trying to quiet your mind and talk to your inner self. For me, it's like a loophole for when you're meditating to talk to yourself because it's like, okay, well, I'm not just sitting here being silent. I can talk to myself. It's my inner child. It's like a loophole. So if that's one way you can get their meditation, do it. I'm going to try it out this week. I'm going to try it out tonight. I'm going to do it tonight. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. I got to go. I'm going to be late. If I don't go right now. So, yeah. George Clips. At George Clips. There's some good ones. There's some bangers in this episode, I think. So, maybe we'll keep this format up. I really liked how my notes just had everything here. I had no script or anything for this whole episode. It's the first time ever. Um, yeah. Hope you have a great day. Sorry I didn't upload for like a week or two. Um, but we're back on the grind. We're not, it's not going to happen like that again. Uh, yeah. Peace.